Welcome back to Out of Pocket Podcast, guys. My name is Steven. I'm Eddie. I'm Serge. And this is our boy, Donnie. Donnie. At Donnie Goodman on Instagram. Two N's. Two N's. Thank you for coming on Out of Pocket, bro. It's nice to see you. It's been a while. It has. How have you been? I've <laughs> <laughs> been good, bro. been good. Tell us. living. Tell us, like, what you've been up to in the last couple months. I know we went to North Carolina a couple months back. Thank you, by the way. Uh, we can go into that later. But how has life been post um, North Carolina and then now recently with the hurricane? Yeah, I think it's been crazy for everybody, bro. Just, like, freaking cate- Category 5 hurricane just ravaged through the area, bro. Yeah, all so of like us, bro. Everybody's life kind of got, like you know, messed up for a little bit and like, you know, off the schedule, off the rhythm. So yeah, just getting back to normalcy the last, you know, couple months, just my office for my business, uh, all the windows got blown in. So that was a thing. And then just a lot of like revelation on different things in life coming out of the hurricane. So just a lot of, a lot it's of definitely sure. a humbling since we, experience. Since we last talked. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been a minute. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah. I know I saw you at the gym though that one time what was that, that one time that one that one time where you got there in the morning and then you're like balling it up I was like damn this man showed up oh yeah bro cause, like, cause I was on like you started getting on your gym wave yeah and then I get off and then back on and off again. Yeah. I'm doing cycle bar now though what's that what's that it's like um, the classes with like all the peloton bicycles and you'd think oh. it's like like forty seven year old moms that do it. There is forty seven year old moms. <laughs> it mainly is forty seven year old moms. But bro, like it's like crazy workouts. I did look. Let me show you. I did. I did one today. It's a forty five minute workout, and it was twenty miles. Of twenty mile workout. Damn. And uh, and about and how long does that take you? Forty five minutes. Forty five. Nine hundred and forty calories, bro. Wow. That's that's insanity, crazy. dog. Today. Yeah, today. You can't sleep on that. How long have you been doing that for? Like a month. Nice. Fire though. You guys should check that out. But yeah, doing good. Doing good. 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 Good to hear. Mm-hmm. That's good, bro. So <clears throat> I've known you since high school. You're a year ahead of me. And um, after graduating, I know you, you. You know you have a story. You know with everything. I want to. I want to let you get into it in a little bit. But you started your own business. You were doing great for a while. And so, do you want to kind of just fill us in? Like, what are you about? What have you been up to? Like, what was Donnie Goodman's empire. Yeah. So for me, um, you know, I, I played baseball my whole life. I started playing at six and um, played all the way up until high school. I played some basketball too, but like that wasn't, that wasn't my main thing. And um, long story short, I was planning on, I was talking to a couple like Juco colleges for, you know, baseball. I was a pitcher. And then my senior year, uh, I was playing basketball and in like five games in the season i ended up like landing weird and um i ended up fully tearing my acl my meniscus and so that was really tough especially you know i put a lot of my identity in like sports and that being you know a main thing for my life and you know kept me active and you know when you're active and you're getting in good shape and you're really working hard on your craft like that you know, you're feeling good about it and you just feel good, you know? Um, and yeah, so that my senior year, that kind of like took me out completely. So I kind of found myself, um, I found myself senior year, you know, supposed to be like the best, 
year you have, you know, you're getting ready to go into college and you're supposed to be all, you know, hyped and it's like a fun time and you're happy. But it was like one of the most like depressing times for me. And um, so, yeah, that happened. I took me out of my uh, senior year of baseball. And, um, you know, obviously that's not the, the path God had for me, but it wasn't, you know, wasn't easy at all. So, uh, so yeah, I was kind of like depressed for a while. And then we go into like the last couple months of my senior year, you know, I'm, I'm like 18, 19, whatever. And, um, I always like, I've always been interested in business and I even explored a couple options before high school graduated, like real estate, uh, drop shipping, which was like really big at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a couple people that like actually made it in this area with like drop shipping and in and, and real estate. Um, but nobody would like put me on, you know, it's kind of like nobody would open any doors. And so I was like, bro, why don't they believe in me? Like, I believe in me, you know, I, I and, feel like so, yeah. oh, sorry to cut you no, off, you're good. but I feel like people tend to um, gatekeep a lot. You know, for, for sure. success. For sure. And and one I don't mean to cut no, you off. Go ahead, go ahead. I understand <laughs> that. I understand Jeez. that a little bit better now. Um, both sides of that. You know what I mean? Of people kinda keeping it low key and not wanting to like let everybody in and share everything they've learned. And on the same end, like, you know, kinda like mentoring and just being open to help other people out. So I get I get both ends of that now. But because there's gonna always be a lot of people that wanna know, but it's just because they want the easy way out. Yeah. You know, it takes a certain kind of person to like even after they know the sauce to actually be willing to put in the work and dedicate themselves to yeah. making it. And through. I think that's what stops a lot of people that are like successful from like giving up information. Like people who are DMing him like, bro, let me pick your brain. Like, you know, a lot of those people that are saying that a lot of them won't go and like take action on what you're telling them. Like I've had like countless and countless people DM me and it's like, there needs to be like a value exchange in some sort there, like versus you saying like, you need to go and you know, um, like, Hey, like I want to pick your brain. Like, Hey, like let me do some calls for you in exchange, like learn a little, little bit about the business. Well, we can talk more about that in a little bit later, but so I, found myself, I stumbled across towards the, like this was like the last month of senior year, I stumbled across um, network marketing, like MLM, like Amway or like IML, like I think you guys know know about that stuff. And um, I just like caught a vision for, you know, like what, what could be possible in business and just like learning more about like personal development. And the first business I got into, like this is like before we even graduated, um, it wasn't like somebody's like cousin who's like, DMing you on Instagram, like, hey, you free at 7 p.m. for this call tonight. My mentor, he makes $90 million a month. You know, like, can can you get on? It was like somebody who, like, was actually successful. So I was like, and this guy in Fort Myers, he's in his 40s um, and, like, multimillionaire. So, like, and this guy would, like, I would talk to him on, like, a weekly basis. So that was really cool. And it kind of, like, opened me up to, like, the processes you need to have to be successful and, like, what what's, how's the way people think. They're like that. And so, yeah, like I um, graduated high school. I was bartending and serving for a while. And then uh, I started college. I did like my first semester, but I was just like, forget this. Like, you I didn't like it. No, not at all. I, yeah. I think my best grade in class was like a 17 or something like Dude. that. Like, I broke. <laughs> I was there for like three weeks and then I just like completely checked out. It what, felt what, you, checked out. what made you make the decision to just like, I'm done with this. Bro, belief. Like, I just, you know, like, we're in America, like, you can make something happen. You know what I mean? And, like, it's action-backed confidence. It's not, like, 
people that be posting like 30 times a day about like manifestation and like, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen. Like all my haters are going to see like, bro, the people that are posting on Instagram aren't the ones like doing stuff. It's like the quietest people. It's the people that are just like, you don't even know really what they, what they, what they be on. Um, Let me ask you a question. So, and I have a follow up question, but prior to getting into what you started doing in terms of career, explain to us like, like, what it was like to get out of that sad period of your life. Cause I know we all go through a lot of things in life that can push us down and can almost make you want to do the opposite thing that is progressive to your growth. Yeah. So, you know, it's not easy to always choose the right thing to try to be better. So what did you do in that scenario to, to grow, to do better? Um, you mean like with, with my injury and stuff like that? Like with your injury, because you know, that was probably very, devastating to you because you were hoping to play professionally or at least go to college for it mm. at that point you had to pivot and you had to look you know at a different direction and you probably were asking yourself why me like why this happened to me yeah and that that can crush people you know like something that you worked for your whole life so what helped you get out of that and then you know how did that lead to offer trust yeah for sure i think um I think like divine timing, you know what I mean? Just, uh, I remember I was done with sports and I was just like serving and bartending at a restaurant. This was still like the end of senior years. This was, I think this was like, um, this was like a couple months after my surgery. And, uh, I just had, you know, it was really like, I started listening to some business stuff cause I knew that I was interested in the business stuff. Um, so I think just exploring and really just looking at the reality, I think you have to be like realistic of like where you're at and what's happened to you. Like I was just realistic about, Hey, like sports are completely done, you know? And I think you see a lot of people that don't ever grasp the reality. Some people never let go. Like you see, like I'm at city of Palms. You got these dudes (laughs) that are vicariously living through their kids if i hadn't hurt my knee i'd be playing pro i would have been in the league if i didn't tear my meniscus (laughs) i'd be like that like bro like it's done with like like get on to like your next stage of your life you know and and but there's like sadness in that too you know because people had hopes and dreams and desires there's a lot of things get met and a lot of people never can get past that like we see it in so many people a relationship um a career that didn't work a sport you know playing sports and it just didn't work like it's sad you know what i mean but at the same time like it's important to just like where am i at now you know what's the reality right now and i think i was sad and like you know depressed and like that's okay um and i let myself feel that but after i felt it and like was in it for a while i was like all right what's the reality that doesn't mean like I think that there needs to be like a genuine like you have to feel your feelings around it. It's not I feel like people are so quick to not even like process stuff and be like, oh, fuck that. I'm not in sports. Like what is but it's like, you know, like be sad about it. It's like, you know, it's not like a one day thing. It's like it was a couple month thing for me. And then I, at a point I was just like, where am I? Where am I at? Where are my other interests? OK, I like business. I like like flipping stuff. You know what I mean? So I just I, I just was like this is really where i want to go in the next chapter of my life nice nice i have a follow-up question so we have a couple younger viewers and in that moment i'm sure you were experiencing a lot of confusion you didn't know what the next step was um right now i know you know society likes to push 
kids towards college. That's a safe route, you know, the standard route. But you're a great example of someone that can make it without going down that traditional route. So what would you say to, you know, people that are confused at the moment and looking towards their future and maybe college might not be for them? My first thing I'll say, because I used to crap on college completely <laughs> and be that guy, is I think there's definitely value in it. But I think you got to look at a couple things. I think you got to look at one is um, if what you're doing like genuinely needs a degree like bro you're not about to come over here in a in a in a uh and be in court and be an attorney and like you don't have a degree yeah. you know right. what i mean so no, it's no, like the obvious like trust doctors. <laughs> yeah like you wouldn't trust me to like represent you and like yeah. get you out of you know catching a case yeah, replace your knee um, yeah, <laughs> yeah bro like and so like a doctor lawyer all that obviously yes um but i would say other than that you know, um, you gotta look at where we're at. You know, you can make something happen. There's not a lot of people that are willing to work hard. And that's the thing is like, I used to think like the way that I worked wasn't enough. I had some shame of like, I'm not enough. I'm not working hard enough. But then the when with, and all you guys are like that, like all you guys work hard. And I think the thing you'll find, especially like with, with being in sports and being competitive and just being a person that like wants to win, like you'll see like, through the years you'll be like bro like i'm working hard enough and and you just go light years ahead but i think it's scary at first because you don't have any of the success yet you know it's scary to like look at somebody that's you know at what everybody's doing in college and that's what you're supposed to do and so it's it's easier to just go that route it's scarier to be kind of a lone wolf and like do your own thing but it's worth it and like it's possible and like I'm an example of that and you don't have to know everything to get started you just got to get started and like just know just take action steps like basically it sounds like super cliche like some like motivation <laughs> and then my third thing I would say is I wish I went to ba back to college or the only thing I wish I would have done differently if I did go back to college or wait how do I say this the right way the only reason I wish I would have went to college is if I went to a really good college that the networking was like immaculate. Like we're talking like UF, you know, like these big colleges, there's a lot of people there that are gonna be very successful. So it's like those being your peers in college, you know, those are people like just the networking is A1. So I would, I would say that's like a big thing too, is like, who can you meet? How has uh, networking like provided value to you, and then, and also how did that lead to offer trust? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's everything, man. Like, business is lonely, so like having people around you that um, you can lean on and trust on. That you know, if you have a deal that's going south, you can hit them up, be like, "Hey, do you have somebody to buy this deal? Do you have somebody for this for that?" Um, I think is just really important. And what was it, what was the second question? Like, how did, how did, like, you know, after some time after, you know, you dropped out of school and stuff yeah. like that, you started a company called Offer Trust. Yeah. What was the company? Like, what, what did you do? And, yeah. like, you know, to my knowledge, that was one of your biggest, like, you know, that was a big accomplishment, I'd say. Yeah, like, man. you know, like, it was something that, like, a lot of us would talk about and we were very, like, impressed and, like, like almost, like, vicariously proud, you know? It's like yeah. someone, like, local that we know is doing something that like we all kind of want to do yeah appreciate that bro um so i'll like i'll just get go from like where i was where i stopped where we start talking and then to okay. that 
is um, so I ended up dropping out of college after like one semester. I just went to FSW and I was still doing network marketing. And then a buddy of mine that actually went to Mariner uh, my freshman year and then he transferred out, you know, like in biology class, like the double tables. Yeah. <laughs> the lab like, tables. He was like, um, he was one of those kids, bro. He was like super eccentric, like super weird. But you're just like, bro, I feel like this kid's like a genius or something. Like he's just like that kid in class. So I was nice to him, you know? <laughs> and then he ended up leaving and like we followed each other on Instagram and stayed in touch. And I remember seeing him like, he uh, he's posting like him in front of houses, him with like a Lamborghini, like with like, we buy houses, signs and all this. I'm like, bro, this dude's in real estate already. He's like 17, like, Damn. what is this? And this was like sophomore year of high school. And um, so we ended up, this was towards the end of 2019. So this was like three years ago, like on the month, um, we reconnected through Instagram. And he basically said like, hey, I see you're like, you're doing the, you know, you're doing the business stuff. Even though I bro, I wasn't making any money. I was making like $20 a month or something like that. But I was, I was learning a lot, you know, about like communication and stuff. And um, he was just like, uh, he's like, hey bro, like, you know, why don't you come to my house and like, we can talk like business and all that. And I was just interested in like what he had going on. I was like, bro, like if he has, if he's in real estate already, like I'm really gonna listen to him, maybe even like see if like I can just work with him, you know? And so I ended up um, meeting with him and he was 19 years old at that time. So this is about two years after I started seeing post content. And um, he told me that year he already made six figures. He had four rental properties. And like this dude's like night, he's like nineteen, you know what I mean? So At nineteen, yeah. So I, bro, it was like proof of concept already. And then I remember, <laughs> um, I like, I was like, all right, this is it. And then I started spending time with him the first like a couple weeks after we uh, we had met, and I went to a closing he had uh, for a property, and he got a check for eighteen thousand dollars one deal and i was like i was like all right i was like bro that's it i was like, that's like it. i want that I it was done that. like it was already done in my head like me like being you know being in real estate and being a inv- real estate investor or whatever so yeah long story short i worked with him for about nine months the values just didn't didn't really align um i had another partner too who you know we ended up cutting ties i don't really speak with him either and um yeah i ended up going on my own august of 2020 that's where Offer Trust started, and um, I had that business up until about a month ago, and uh, built that to seven figures. Um, Insane. Yeah, seven figure business. Um, we'll do about a million this year. Last year we did multiple, multiple six figures, um, and it's uh, what we did was wholesaling real estate. So, essentially, um, instead of flipping ho- the house itself, we would just flip the contract. So it's basically like a sales and marketing business. Like we would call, reach out to sellers and um, directly, like if you got like your parents' house, like your parents got a house in Cape, like we would be calling your parents being like, hey, you interested in selling? And then try to negotiate over the phone, get it under contract, send them a DocuSign. We did it all over the computer. We wouldn't even go out to these people's houses. And then essentially we get that co- first contract and then we would just try to bring in a cash buyer who's somebody who's like the flipper, the HGTV guy, whatever. And then they, we would just assign the deal to them. So we flipped the contract to them. Let's just say we got it at a hundred with the seller. We told the buyer, hey, we got this good deal, 125, you can have it. They give us 125, we make that, you know, that, that money in between. So um, 
so yeah, it was a good businessman. Learned a lot. Um, learned my limitations. You know, went past my limitations a lot as a person. And um, yeah, it's been it's been great. Like I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about leading people. I've learned what I am. I've learned what I've not. What I'm not. You know, we had almost 15 employees with that full time. So like it it got it got you know decently. You big scaled in, it up pretty large. Year. And that's only in a year. Like last last year, this time I had one one employee. So it you know in like a six eight eight month span. And there's some good and bad in that. And like we can talk about that. Um, so let yeah, me, that's pretty much it. Let me ask you how. I feel like, you know, a lot of times we don't know what we're digging ourselves into when we start something. And I feel like maybe that's like something to say to least in this scenario. How was the growth affecting you as a person? And what were some of the biggest challenges you faced with having your own business, with having all that pressure on you? Because at that point, like, you know, you started something like they say that it's always hard. It's not starting it. That's hard. It's maintaining it. For sure. Yeah. All I'll say is, is like, um, you know, if you're not a healthy leader, like you can't, you're not going to lead other people. You're there's no gonna, longevity. You're going to harm, you're going to harm other people. And so for me, there's a lot of good, but there's a lot of bad too. You know, I found that, um, it fueled my addiction, you know, like to power money, all those things. I mean, I, I had my first hundred thousand dollar plus month at, uh, six months after I turned 21. So, I mean, a 21 year old so I got a making over a hundred thousand dollars in a month, you know what I mean? Like that's not normal. And, um, you know, um, it's manageable. Um, but for somebody like me who, you know, I didn't, I didn't have any rich parents, anything like that. I, I, there was a lot more that came with it than I thought than just the money being in the bank account. Oh, you know, don't even think about it. You know, just keep the business going. There's a lot more that came with it of just uh, pressure of people not understanding of getting to a point where you're not even relatable to other people anymore. You know, there's really a lot of people that don't understand you because your issues are like way different. Like, oh, I have this $15,000 lawsuit going on and I have, you know, oh my God, I'm spending $60,000 this month and we only have 20K coming in. There's nobody else that's like 21, 22 or very little amount very of people that people. understand that. And it's like where people are, um, and I, and I just can't stand this, but like victim mindsets, like a lot of people are younger or like worried about like their coworker and like something they said, like, I'm over here worried about like, how do I like keep this ship like a sale without a partner? It was literally just me as a CEO and 15 employees. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's bro, there's a lot that came with it. Um, you know, anxiety for one, um, just fear every day when you wake up, like you have to perform. It's like, it's like a, it's like a game, you know? So yeah, there's scary. nobody really waking scary, you up anymore. Nobody keeping you accountable except for yourself. Yeah. At that point, I mean, there's nobody that really can, you know, it's just like yourself, like, you know, it's me who started it. Um, and it's just me who's going to keep it going. Like nobody can do it for you. So, so I have some questions backtracking a little bit. This is you know most of the problems once you had reached success but i remember going to one of your seminars and you're talking about when you're first getting started there was months before you got your first contract right mm -hmm. and so what would you say is the key to staying disciplined enough to get that you know um delayed gratification you know because a lot of people right now they want the w's immediately they want everything to come handed, mm -hmm. handed to them so like what what kept you going mm -hmm. um 
I think like I, I think at first um I just feel like a lot of people like they have too short of a timeline they think in terms of like a couple months if like you know let's say they're going to the gym for like three months and they don't see results like they're just done with it or like even two months like bro to be honest but i mean not you guys but like a lot of people like they'll go to the gym for like two weeks and they'll just yeah. stop completely or like a mm -hmm. week like they'll meal prep seven days a week two hours in the gym each day and then burn out and, and then they'll then post it on their instagram story how long are they doing that for about damn near a week and a half like that's it so i think for me just having um more of a uh, looking at it from more of a long-term uh, view and um, just like bro like even if this takes me six months to get a deal like on the other end of this deal is like a ten thousand dollar check or twenty thousand dollar check or you know all that um and so just like wanting to see that i wasn't gonna not see it through how did how did faith play a role into that so as in first off faith in yourself but also your faith in in christianity mm -hmm. um yeah, bro, that's that's a good question. Um, yeah, during that time, I was I was going through a lot with like um, like ex girlfriend, family stuff like that, like human things. Every, everybody yeah, goes bro, through everything it. that like could go wrong did, and so I just got to a point where I was like, bro, I can't like do this by myself anymore. Like, I need to like have faith in something else because your boy ain't doing it. So, <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, I think prayer is important, man. I think just like being able to like take the take the load off of yourself and being able to um, just have faith in something other than yourself is good, you know, because we can only do so much, you know, we can only control like our actions, our attitudes. So for me, God, having a relationship with God just made it to where I was, you know, having faith in him, not in like my own abilities and not my own, you know, things that I would accomplish. And, um, you know, I mean, that's part of the journey, too, is getting away from that and, like, where that got me to, too, you know, further into different things I didn't want to be in and, you know, you know. Like, I remember, like, first off, for context, um, a couple months back, I had a friend named Sebastian. He's still my friend, but... He's my friend. Um, our friend Sebastian... Um, he, you guys were working on videos together, and at that point, I was really close with him. And I don't know somehow, but I got invited to this trip to North Carolina, which for me was probably one of the best experiences like I had in a long time, and I needed it. So, yeah. and like I told you a bunch of times, but from the bottom of my heart, like I'm always so grateful for that because like you, not only like was it a good trip because like to just get away from everything because I had a lot of things going on, but also for the first time in a long time, I prayed too. Like, I sat outside with you, and we would do the Wim Hof uh, yeah. breathing exercises yeah, every morning. And then we would read the Bible. Mm. And, like, I'm not one to be to practice too much, if I'm being honest. You know, mm. I have faith, and I believe, but I don't practice as much as others people, as others. <laughs> but, you know, during that time, I really enjoyed it because I feel like you provided a lot of wisdom. But also, during that time, I also sensed that you were going through a lot yourself, too, you know, because yeah. that trip was mainly for you. How did, I guess, you know, how has life affected you after that trip? Have you made any progress in yourself? Um, and if you want to give some context to the guys, you can. Yeah, for sure. I mean, bro, I'm so happy you went on that trip, bro. <laughs> and you're, you're a gift, man. 
like your presence is a gift and um i'm trying to make you blush bro but um but yeah no like your presence was a gift man i'm happy you came um thank you bro yeah during that time like this was in june um i already made you know a lot of money in the year and um I was speaking at events, like I was doing everything like I wanted was the goal. You know what I mean? Being like a 21, 22 year old. And bro, I was just so fucking empty, bro. I was so empty. I didn't fucking understand what was going on. And I was just having such a hard time. You know what I mean? Like such a hard time. I'm talking like panic attacks, like almost on a daily basis. Like it just got bad and um yeah like i mean even to a point like i would wake up like trying to like gr- like grasp for like breath like i would like wake up like wow. like that like, like got, with the anxiety like, anxiety, yeah, like bro, closing it in on you crazy yeah man and um i didn't understand it you know and since then um i've worked i've done a lot of work I've done a lot of work um like recovery work like working i have like a coach that i work with now just to um dive into my past to dive into you know what are some of those like codependencies i went to which codependency is basically like um you know trying to manipulate the way that you feel on the inside by you know people places or things on the outside right Mm -hmm. and there's everything everybody's codependent Everybody has their thing. Some people have power and money and fame. Some people it's drugs. Some people it's alcohol. Some, bro, everybody has them. And for me, it was like business. It was um, power. It was all these different, you know, some other things. Um, and I just realized that it was a coping mechanism. You know what I mean? For a lot of things. For a lot of like toxic shame of like not feeling like I was enough. So I wanted to not be needy and I was like oh fuck people I don't care about anybody because I was hurt in relationships so I wanted to just go and be this big business person and just focus on my you know my thing and something too is like you know a lot of people like there's a lot of like posts about this of like you know forget everybody like just work on your own life and stuff like that like bro that's not reality like that'll get you really lonely and isolated you know you need relationship like you need people and um, I was just at a point in my life, like, I didn't have a lot of safe people. So to your question, like, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot of work. Um, I mean, to a point where, like, I closed down my business. Um, but in a good way, like, of, like, my, my healthy shame. Like, I'm limited. Like, I don't have the capacity to run a business right now. And I don't want to run a business. You know what I mean? Like, it's miserable doing it. Um, That's very respectable, so, though. Yeah. Like, I respect, first off, that you were open about it, first yeah. off. Because, you know that's already like a step for toward that's already a step forward towards the goal you know like i know that it's like always a working progress where none of us are ever where we want to be in and if you are then you're not doing it right you know so first off i respect that a lot um and i think that you've kind of already you kind of are at where i kind of am striving to be whereas you've already had a taste of the good stuff you know (laughs) (laughs) so now like it's kind of like if you've never tried like that like delicious food you'll never know how amazing it is Mm. but now you've already tried it so now you kind of have a little bit of an idea of how to get there (laughs) and you kind of know how to indulge in it yeah but to kind of like asking an official question like you know you've already had an attempt at building some something successful 
do you think you're more well equipped now to do something like this again in an endeavor that you're more um, passionate about? Hundred percent, yeah. Like, like, do you feel what? Well, what are some obstacles that you feel like you cleared, or that like you aren't as worried about? Does that make sense? Uh, can you say that again? Like, are you are there any obstacles that like you feel like you're more well prepared for that you weren't as the first time? Uh, yeah, I would say just like team, like organizational stuff, like building a team. Uh, how do you incentivize sales? Uh. Yeah, like sales, stuff like that. I think that's okay. like my strong suit. Like it sounds like in terms of business, like you really sharpened it to a T, like you know what you're doing. Yeah, and like sure. what you really needed to work on was a lot of internal things, you know, how to cope with it. Because like you were yeah. saying, not a lot of 20, 21, 22-year-olds have tasted that level of success. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like next time you come around, you're going to be so much more yeah. prepared for it because at the end of the day, it's like you're not a machine, you know what I mean? If you're not good, you can't run a business well. And so that's awesome that you're taking steps, you know, forward. Because yeah. some people, some people would stay miserable for even longer, and then you know eventually that could waterfall down to like your staff and everybody else that was yeah. counting on you. So yeah, it's all, bro. It's it's all how you show up to it. You know what I mean? Cocaine isn't addictive. It's the person that's addictive. So it's like, it actually it is addictive. <laughs> <but> <laughs> so it's both. So it's both. <laughs> it's both. It's both. It's both. It's both. Right? It's both. Right? <laughs> I don't want to create no drug <laughs> but you know it's like how you show up to it you know it's like how you show up to like work it's how you show up to different things it's like you can either become like super obsessive to a point where it's like really unhealthy or you can like have healthy boundaries and like be like this is what i'm doing but it's like not who i am you know and i think that's like my biggest distinction now is like anything I show up to, like I have the awareness of like what it got me to, you know, which was just like isolated, like miserable, like all those things. So it's like, I'm gonna show up differently. I think that's like the biggest awareness part to it. So, yeah. Okay, that's awesome, bro. Um, Segwaying a little bit, I've been seeing lately, you've been posting about your movie you directed, yeah. a little creative project. Do yeah. you wanna tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I was, I was in a float pod like, like nine months i know that's probably how you didn't think i was gonna start i was in a float pod what, what, what is that, that? Yeah, yeah i don't even so know what that is you did the spa yeah bro yeah i gotta put y'all on is bro. it one it's, of those like bubble things that you're just like it's not there? a bubble like it's, a a pod. it's like a the pod. sensory yeah, deprivation it's like a cha chamber type thing yeah and uh essentially you just like you it's like a thousand pounds of like magnesium salt and you just float at the top of it it's like it's like very dense water and um bro it's so good for like just different thoughts and like calming your mind so like you can think about different things like important things you know and i use that a lot as a tool like in business and they have one at fort myers it's called cloud nine flow spa shout out to lynn the owner <laughs> hey um, lynn you know put that you better give me a on. percentage off if i bring anybody from this episode but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hey yo shout out to lynn at, at, what's it called uh, cloud, nine. cloud nine flow spa Cloud Nine Float Spot. If you want to sponsor us, you know we're more than welcome to promote you guys <laughs> as, as much. You know, I could use a little bit of she a might. I'll talk to her therapy. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like in the in the float spot, and I just like, bro, I felt boxing creatively. I think like, I think we're. I mean, not even in, like this sounds cliche, but like we're all creators. You know what I mean? And we gotta have different outlets. And I just felt like at at a point earlier this year, like. I was boxed in in business and like I wanted to like create something visual, you know, like clothes or like um, 
like a film or something like that. So yeah, it was like in the float float spa, like floating. And then it just like came to, came to my head, like in, in the Bible, there's these like verses, it's like a time for everything. And it's, um, that's what it's titled. And it's like a time to die, a time to, you know, time to be born, time to die, time to plant, time to pluck up what is planted. It's just like really poetic. So I was like, yo, this is, this is dope. And then I just thought of a bunch of like visuals in my head at one time that would look like really sick. So like the voiceover of like that, those verses, and then like a bunch of visuals. And I ended up, uh, about eight months late. No, no, no. Like six months later, um, I found the videographer for it. He's a guy out of New York city. And like, I saw some of his content and I was like, this guy is crazy. So I flew him down from New York city and we ended up shooting it in like two days and everything was local too. Like I wanted to be local and like make people understand too. Like you can be connected to you. Yeah. Like, but like you can make something like dope around here too. I feel like people leave and go and do something else. It's like, not, it's like, you can do it where you're at. And uh, I ended up getting Bad Bunny's. Um, he does. He edits his music videos uh, to do the effects on the whole film. What? Yeah, I didn't really tell anybody that. Yo, that's crazy. So, that's crazy. So, yeah, he's crazy. Like, and so that palm tree that's on fire and a couple other things in it, he tweaked up. And um, I was DMing him, and he he was like really quick. He's really dope. Shout out to Juan. Um, you know, Juan, also, if and, you want to collab, <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, I got like an NBA player in it too, bro, to like play basketball in it. So that was sick. Um, shout out to Emmett from the Clippers. So yeah, bro, it's just sick. And like a lot of people came together and like supported and like were there when I need them to be. And Bro, it ended up coming out sick, so I'm, like, really happy with it. Um, and I put a lot of money into it. Like, it wasn't, like, something that was cheap either. Like, I want it to be really good. So, yeah, man. Thanks. Uh, where can people find it? Uh, my IG, Donnie Goodman, two ends. That's it. Bro, I didn't even – I don't even know. Do you want to go into it? My freaking <laughs> username, bro. What about the it? Dude, you were biggest? there when this happened, bro. bro. It, like, that was – first off – you had a whole <laughs> chain of events. Like you ran I know, out, you, bro. Like for context, we ran out of gas twice. <laughs> once oh, on the trip. Once I got I got a speeding ticket for like going like fifty five over on accident. Did we run on out of gas before or after that? <laughs> on accident, my boy. You was a menace. Yeah, I was on accident, bro. Bro, that was a trip, dude. But as far as the IG name, I got at Donnie on IG. I bought it from a guy. And um, I was talking to him for months. I was trying to, like, build trust and rapport with him. And I got him to give it to me for, like, a super dumb low price. Because usernames, bro, it's like a business. Yeah, no, it definitely is. How much username run for? Uh, like Donnie, the- at Donnie. I paid 1200 for it. But, wow. bro, like, Steel. dude, like, they're, like, usernames go for crazy. And, like, anybody that you see that's big. Like, the, there's this guy. Okay. He's the CEO of um, Fashion Nova. His username's like at John, bro. So it's like clout, you know. It's like clout. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That usually content, is shorter, bro. Having a name with just your first name, like that's like oh, more appealing yeah. to the eye, bro. Like you already know somebody got followers, a blue check, all that. Like if they got like the first name, you know. Yeah, so, for sure, bro. I had it, and then I had a swapper like try to swap the name for me because there's like a certain method, and he lost it, bro. What? A hacker took it because there's a chance someone could snipe it from up, you. And then I ended, yeah, and then I ended up finding the guy who hacked and stole it. And I messaged him on um, on Telegram, and he's like this like super Satanist like uh, Korean dude, 
and his like his at name was like Eblis, which is like a satanic warrior or something. And I messaged him, and I was like, I don't know anything about anime, but I was like calling him like different things, like um, what was one of the things I was calling him? I don't remember. But I was like learning like the lingo so that I could like have like a relationship with him. Man. Like he wouldn't, he would, <laughs> dude. He wanted six grand for it, bro. What? So I was like, yeah, tripping. I'm gonna leave. Cut I'm my go. losses. Jesus. So, I'll so, keep yeah. the underscore in my username. Yeah. So that was a big L, um, and I was so mad. And then and then Instagram deleted my my account. They disabled my account too. So for what? I don't like for doing that swap thing. It was like super sketchy to them, and like they sensed they detected it or whatever. So, yeah, I had it. I lost it. Hopefully, it comes back into my presence One in my hands. But I don't know. I believe it will. I believe. <laughs> Hopefully, bro. Fingers crossed. Yeah. At Donnie. Speaking <laughs> of movies, uh, a lot of movies have been coming out recently. A uh, big one is Wednesday. Is that what it's called? Well, that's no, a series. That's, that's, that's a series. Netflix series. <laughs> but yeah, it's number one on Netflix right now. It beat okay. um, the Dahmer series, which was popping for a little bit. Okay, Are you okay. into any shows? Like, do you watch anything? Mm-mm. No? I feel like, bro, I cannot get YouTube, into, like, my shows. sports. Like, like if you're going to consume content, what's, like, your go-to? TikTok. <laughs> I like basketball stuff. Basketball like stuff. Basketball, bro. Who's your team? You don't got a team. Yeah, just be watching. It. Just whoever, just whoever's popping. Like I saw your story a couple like weeks ago. Weren't you at like an Orlando Magic game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to a couple. Were you like courtside too or something? Yeah. Bro, I was like <laughs> two times. I, I pulled. I, I I opened it up and I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> like randomly yeah, I was like, talking to the side. players, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the coolest guy? Kawhi. Fun guy. That's For what real? I saw. That's yeah, what I saw. Bro. Ain't no way. What'd he say? Not like, I mean, bro, he don't barely talk, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, <laughs> I like, I was talking to him and I'll, it was his first game being back and I was like, Kawhi, bro. Like, we're really happy to have you back, man. I was like, hope you play good. He's like, ah, uh, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't laugh. He just said, the, he just said the last two words, but, <laughs> but that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Legendary. What a guy. Yeah. Bro, I'd wish to go courtside. I feel like that's Dude, it's crazy, bro. Like, especially in a big arena, like, you just look up, and it's, like, the Jumbotron. You got these players that are, like, 6'10". Like, players that are the best in the world. Like, imagine, oh, yeah. like, you know, Messi, but you're, like, two feet away. Like, you could touch him. No, bro. that's insane. Like, and, and, dude, like, the ball came out of bounds a couple times. I just pick, I just picked it up, just gave it to the ref, like, gave it to the player. Wow. Like, dude, it's, like, surreal. What a good Samaritan. I know. <laughs> I should have kept it and, like, put it bro. here. I got a baby. <laughs> We're not allowed to take him, are we? Nah, no, usually no, they you make you give them back. It's like your ass kicked. It's out. not like baseball where you can take the balls. That Same with like sucks. soccer, bro. If I, bro, if I, if I catch a ball at a game, bro, it was kicked by. You know, Messi. during the Colombia Brazil game, I caught the ball and I took a picture with it. Yeah, but they made me oh, give yeah. it back. They made me give it back. But yeah, no, it was pretty cool. Those balls are like a lot lighter than you expect them to be. I think they have like a certain percentage of helium in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're a little bit lighter than like the average match ball. But it was it was a cool experience. A oh. hey, hey, next episode, I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to do a little celebration for Argentina. Just, just a little. Messi campeón. I'm gonna get out Messi of World Cup trophy. Messi campeón. You know, for those who don't know, Argentina won the World Cup. Argentina won in penalties. Um, it was the best experience of my life, but also the most traumatizing experience of my life. I went tachycardic like three times, um, and that was I a cried. stressful game, bro. Very stressful game, but dreams were made were completed you know 
it was written in the stars. It was written in history. Now it's written forever in history. I was being an employee of the month while the game was going on, bro. I was like streaming <laughs> it off my phone. Somehow, like every person in Cape Coral needed pain at that moment, and I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. Let me go check in the back. Let me go check in the back. Like sit there for five minutes. Like, oh shit, this is so intense. Now you but, just got a couple minutes left on your yeah. Paint. Fact, fact, fact. Yeah, it, did it's shaking. It's shaking. Dude, it took a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, 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 nah, bro. bro. I was, I was like multitasking. I was like having a good conversation oh, and like <laughs> getting it out of the way. Loki, your buddy, uh, your buddy came in like five minutes before closing. He's like, I'm sorry, man. I was like, ah, Yeah, I'm sorry too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, cool people, cool people. Does that piss you off when people come in like last minute? Honestly, bro, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna lie. Like last 15 bro, minutes, it's like, bro, you had all day. Bro. What you doing? What you doing now? You know, I'd be saying? feeling bad whenever I go places. And bro, like, it's like it's like <laughs> you go in there and you're like, sorry to be that guy. Like I swear, I know it's like, but you are that guy though. That's what I'm saying. In, That's what I'm what would saying. You say, like the limit is like 20 minutes before closing. Like like at, at my store, it just depends though because like you know on on weekdays like I have coworkers but for example Saturday Sundays I'm by myself, so mm-hmm. I, I have this one guy he always calls like twenty minutes before we close, hey can I have a hundred gallons shaken <laughs> up please, it's like dog these a hundred gallons divided by five that's twenty five they're each fifty like pounds it's hours. like that's what I'm saying like bro bro got me out here doing like the express workout and it takes me like thirty minutes to close so like. Whatever time I go past, you know, our closing time, that's, like, I'm there for a minute, you know? But, I mean, it is what it is. That comes with every job. I mean, I know restaurant jobs, you know, on last call and everything. Okay. Oh. I, I hate being that person. I, I <laughs> Bro, like, the other day, I was, I went with my friends to Five Guys. And I think it was, like, 25 minutes left to closing. But, like, they didn't wash, like, the grill or anything. So, I was, like, okay, we could go inside. But, like, I was, like, bro, I don't know. This is pushing it, bro. I feel like 25 is valid, though. 25, 25 is valid. But, like, if I'm seeing them, like, start cleaning up the grill, you know, you see the smoke come up. I'm, like, bro, I'm not going in there. I'm sorry. I- I'm not going to be that dude. That's fair. I respect I you for that. Thank you, man. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you got a favorite drink? Like, alcoholic drink? Or yes. I don't drink anymore. Yeah. When did you play at all? When did you start? Like uh, what are they? Three. I, I I do drink, but it'll be like one. Like occasional. Like yeah, like one a month. Um, cause that just became an issue too. <laughs> yeah. But what was like your go-to back then? Uh, bro, bro, as as freaking finance, bro, as this sounds, uh, White Claw. Really? Get out of yeah. here! No, get out of here! Or or <laughs> or no 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 or high moon or high moons too. Those are really oh wait no high, high, noon. high noon high noon yeah 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 high yeah. noon is like yeah. the, the high noon if you're listening like like I mean bro quality, y'all like, are gonna like get on me but high noons are like low key the same thing no 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 high noons taste better I feel like high noons taste better and like, they're less fizzy like the other ones are just too fizzy to okay, the point I'm where it's, it's too much white claws are like really syrupy bro that's the like one thing it's like it's hella syrupy did you try um happy dads not yet, bro. No. I would. Are I would they good? To, though. They're all right. Honestly. All right. Like they were, uh, they were hyping them up. I love like, no boys, bro. They're fucking cool. Maybe no, but they were hyping yeah. them up, hella. They're all right to me, at least. But I, I don't really like like. Uh, Did y'all see their interview with um? Billy McFarlane, the guy who started Fire Festival. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I did. Bro, it was Dude. so interesting. So it was so interesting. What is Fire Festival? So. Yeah. Th- to my knowledge, Bill, Billy McFarland, what he did is he basically screwed himself over because he overpromised to throw this huge event on a private so island. So, bro, let me let me let me let me talk about it because I have like what? Were you gonna go? No, dude, oh. I was like seventeen, bro. I was like a, it was like I was like a freshman or a junior or whatever. 
Um, dude, basically, like, he, um, he, they bought this island in the Bahamas. It was called Norman's K. It's where all the Colombian drug dealers oh. used to dock their planes at. So it's just a runway and a bunch of villas and, like, nothing else. Like, it's not developed at all. So this was 2017. So he decides to buy this island. He, he was already, like, a businessman. Um, he was young, though. He was, like, 24, bro. And so he basically created this marketing video of, like, he got the top, like, 20 models in the world on this island. He got pigs on the island. He got um, yachts on the island. He got planes on the island. He got, like, scuba diving video. Like, you know, everything that's, like, a luxurious experience. And he got all these models to, like, market it. It was just, like, a, a like a orange block that they post on yes. Instagram. Everybody's, like, fire Festival. Mm-hmm. And then they dropped this video. And, dude, it just went viral. We're talking, like, the big, you know, Kendall Jenner and all this. Gigi Hadid. And it just went insane, bro. And this was the main issue. So he, so it was like a music festival. It was like private villas. It was supposed to be like Coachella times 10 on an island. But he only gave them like four months to do it. So like where this oh, is bruh. supposed to take like three years or two years, he bought this island and they only gave the staff like four months. And so long story short... <laughs> They pulled up so that people, you know, it, it went to, like, the last minute, and he never stopped. And he just kept, like, they were, like, in the red, like, they didn't have an, any money left. And he just kept pulling money from investors and be like, this is where we're at with our finances. Getting three million, coming back with three million from, you know, an afternoon lunch and keeping Crazy. it going. And, yeah, long story short, um, people pulled up to the island for the event, and they were promised, like, they were going to be brought on like planes and have luxury villas and they pull up and they're brought they're brought to the island in a yellow bus like a school bus school Mm -hmm. bus they're given their promises like five-star meals they're given like lunch boxes with like cheese sandwiches like not melted like not a grilled (laughs) cheese like 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 them school sandwiches there's they have like these little tents set up and nothing is done, bro. And it's a disaster, bro. It's like it was so bad. So, so yeah. So uh, it was it was crazy. It was a crazy. It's there's a documentary. And, and that's he crazy. Up, he ended up frauding investors for like thirty million, um, and he like just got out. So it was interesting. It's just he, it's just crazy, bro. Like people like based off a of video are willing to like pay for that stuff, and then they go to the island like, like all these shit. rich kids, and they get there. Cheese sandwiches. <laughs> Four months though to prepare yeah. all of that. Yeah. yeah, no, it was very under. Like, they they were stupid to even like think they could pull something off of that magnitude. Like in that sort of, in that Dude, sort of time, he could have done it. It was just the timeline. His goal is to do it again, though. Yeah, he, he wants said, to do it again, which I think he will. Hey, he let, let's pull up to the Fire Festival bro. 2.0, bro. Let's do it, bro. Let's do it. I think it's called Pirates Cove or something like that. Like, like Pirate Festival. Pirate Festival. Pirate yeah, Festival. Pirate fe- it's like literally changed the app to a piece. <laughs> How the hell is this guy allowed to do this still? <laughs> <laughs> he, shouldn't you be banned from like throwing festivals at this point, bro? Like, but I don't know. He's in so much debt. It's just, it's just, it, yeah, it's just funny. It's sad. And He's it's like, like Kobe, like, job's not done. Yeah, I guess it's gonna happen, bro. Do you guys have any um, thoughts regarding Kanye recently? I know Donnie wanted to talk about Kanye. Facts. What, what what you think about uh, Yeezy's behavior as Yeezy. of late, bro? I think, 
I think he's misunderstood, bro. Bro, I think so too, bro. I think, I think so too. Bro. <laughs> I don't well, like, think people are getting the messages, bro. bro. I don't think like if he's talking about like we not gonna talk about the Nazis, we gonna not talk about Hitler. I love Hitler, bro. He's not sick. Okay, he is saying it. He like he actually is saying it. But bro, there's a lot like, like I feel like that. under that with like the whole Jewish thing, and then like he did a um, like paparazzi. There was like a day he went out and he showed like all the Jewish businessmen of like the major networks, which is the media, right? The left. And so, yeah, bro, just who's controlling, who's the puppet master? I mean, all the reality stuff. is so, they do dude, have a lot of a power. Lot. I feel like there's a lot that we're not understanding yet that he's showing us and just, he's crazy as shit though. I think That's what I he's think, super bro. crazy. Like he's neurotic, bro. He's neurotic. He's not well. But um, <laughs> he's not well, but he's, he's a smart guy, though. And so I feel like that just discredited everything I just said. But at the, but he's, he's a smart guy. But he's they can both be true, though. They can both be true. Yeah, they can bro. definitely. I mean, he's like a genius. Song, he's like, proved name it. one genius that ain't crazy. I mean, he's 100%. Crazy, 100%. Yeah. I feel like his approach could have been better. But maybe that's what the media needed for everybody to kind of hear the message. Yeah. Because I think the whole common thread here is that he's just trying to say that the media is controlling a lot of things and controlling the narrative towards what's being put out there in the market. You know, we see this a lot now with what happened recently with uh, Balenciaga. We saw a lot of things happen with uh, um, Balenciaga. Balenciaga. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I also train of thought. (laughs) Man, I don't know. I'm on the same boat as Donnie with with Kanye, though. But, Look, I think Kanye's a genius, but he definitely um he said some things that maybe shouldn't have been said. He definitely needs help. Yeah. Like no sane person, <laughs> you know, who's been in the spotlight for as long as he has, you know, he definitely has media training. He knows what he should and shouldn't be saying. Would go on and say, like, Oh, Hitler, this and this and this. And so like people like to call him crazy, they like to discredit him. And I believe there is a lot of truth to the things he's saying. But I feel like he invalidates his own thoughts by then going on to say like these crazy things like did you hear about his outburst on charlemagne's podcast mm, about what um so basically they were talking about pete davidson and kanye was pissed <laughs> that charlemagne was f- friends with pete davidson you can look it up on youtube and then kanye just starts screaming like my wife is getting dicked by pete davidson he has a 10 inch dick like bro <laughs> like you can hear he's on the Did verge of tears <laughs> like, too, bro? yeah oh, bro like you, oh, you lose a bad yeah, bitch you go like, crazy <laughs> dude he's sad bro like he's he like is, he's going he's still going through it with kim k bro like <clears throat> her like spirit got in him or something bro hey bro like you fumble a bad bitch you go crazy bro for a little bit i would go crazy if my girl was <laughs> for pete davidson Trish, i mean bro, he's like i mean i respect him a lot he's a funny guy and everything but i don't mean it like that but I mean, he's Still the he, he's the Rizzler. I mean, he's unstoppable right now. He's like the messy of bitches. And he's, at this moment, he's at this conquering moment time, all these people, bro. It's like who gonna stop him? Well I, I saw something and it was like Jack Harlow and Pete Davidson right now, unstoppable. Yeah. Um, apparently, Jack Harlow is with Dua Lipa at Dua the moment. Lipa. He made the song too, bro. So that's, a w. that's manifestation right there. That is. So should I make a song called Selena, Selena Gomez? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I'm going to have to hop in the stew right now, bro. <laughs> Today's the day. Ronda Rousey. Sheesh, that's your type, dog? <laughs> 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 she better, she better put you in all types of positions. Um, <laughs> space. Um, but do you guys have um, any recommendations for this week or anything? 
Or do you guys want to get into it? I'm down to get into it, brother. I can start it off. My well, depending on when this uh, episode drops, uh, my recommendations to look back on what you did this year and expect for more next year. Make a New Year's resolution. I I like to make a New Year's resolution, like make a list. What what we do is like, um, in Hispanic culture, you you eat twelve grapes right when uh the the, clock the new year and the the new year, you eat twelve grapes and twelve each grape counts as a wish or like something you want to do in that year, and each month. So I like to make a list and slowly check off throughout the year what I've done and what I've done didn't. I think that's good. Like, so basically, like to establish kind of like ahead of time, like your goals and what you want to achieve. Yeah, I I think that's good, and it's like. I feel like we all need to reflect a lot on, like, the last couple of years. I feel like we've all individually gone through a lot of different things in terms of growth and experiences. So it's always good to, like, reflect. No, and it will happen, bro. A lot of the things that I, I wrote down last year did happen, bro. Good. And it's like it just it just stays in the back of your mind, and then you, like, slowly get it done. Yeah, it's just kind of like that's kind of like how the law of attraction also works. It's kind of like if you constantly are thinking about it, there's no way you're not going to address it at some point. What about you, Serge? What's your... Bro, honestly, my wreck... Because I was thinking about, like, you know, things that I've eaten, you know, things that I've consumed. My wreck is, like, get a friend like you, bro. And so, like, going into it, you know, like like how uh, Donnie was saying earlier, Stevie a gift for real, but... Kiss. No, <laughs> no one, you know, no matter who you are, you can't do things alone. And it's important to, you know, keep your circle small, you know. um, You know, stay, the people that are really tight, but... I got out of work the other day. I hop in the car, you know, I'm, I'm having a decent day, you know, not the best day, not the worst day. And then, you know, I tell my phone, play Bad Bunny. And it's like <laughs> the ultimate sad lineup, dog. It's like every oh. heartbreak song you can imagine back to back. I'm not even going to lie. By the time I was at my house, you know, I was I was fighting the tears a little bit. I was like, God damn, like this shit hitting. <laughs> and I just, I just texted Steven. I was like, bro, like I'm going through it right now. And then bro called me and then we just bullshitted for like 20 minutes. Um, but it's just like, get get like a bond you know a lot of friendships come and go but like it's important to have like brothers in your life you know what i'm saying people that you know have your back no matter what and so like you know just like really valuing your friendships and putting work and and effort into them and, and letting them know you appreciate them appreciate that's, them, that's my bro. wreck bro wow for sure for sure that's powerful now my my wreck was just to <laughs> go watch avatar <laughs> <laughs> hey bro that's a great wreck that's a great wreck <laughs> hey bro but did you watch it no, bro. <laughs> this dude, bro. You can tell people, to do right? Because, because everybody I see posting on Instagram saying then it's a ten out. out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Well, the sixteenth. Everyone's saying it's ten out of ten. Was this supposed to come out in like twenty ten? Yeah, they've been hyping no. it up for years. Or, no, 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 it came out in like twenty ten. The first twenty fourteen or something. It was like not supposed to be like thirteen years later. But I, now they have the next four lined up already. Yeah. It's like a five movie deal. But, like, I don't know. I feel like sequels are never as good as the first. So, for people to be saying it's a 10 out of 10, it's got to be something good. I recently watched the first one because I want to watch the second, like, the second one. And I completely forgot about the first one. I was, it was like watching a new movie. But, it dude, it was good, bro. It was good. It was really good. You can watch it on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. But, uh, I have Sergio's account. I didn't account, know bro. that. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know it was on Disney Plus, and I've always had Disney Plus. And I've been wanting to watch no, it. No, it's, it's recently got added, though. It hasn't always been on. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's probably why I didn't know. So, yeah. What, what about, about you, you brother? 
Jinx. Y'all, y'all are deep on yours, bro. Pause. Um, <laughs> bro, cycle bar. 20 mile runs or bike rides, short distance, good it, cardio. It, it's that good, bro? It's fire, bro. Yeah. And then there's music too, like Drake, bro. Like they'll play like Drake. Oh, like to, to the rhythm? Yeah, and you have to like go to the rhythm. And it's like a super intense like instructor at the front, dude. And you're just. You're just what, what's your go to like Drake song? Best artist of all time, bro. Hold up. <laughs> uh, actually, no, he's not best. He's one of the best. But, bro, there's just so many. It depends the era. The era. Depends the era, bro. Depends the era. Where do you do the, like, work? Where do you work out? Like cycle bar, or just yeah, yeah, work out. Yeah. It's in Naples. It's in Naples. Yeah, Mercado. Bougie shit. Shout out Mercado. Soccer moms pulling out in like their Bentley trucks and stuff. Hey, Ca- casual flex. I like soccer casual and flex. I like mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sounds a good yeah. W to me. <laughs> Yeah, all right, boys. This is this this is a good episode. Yeah, facts, bro. facts, facts. We definitely got into it. Yeah, bro. Thank you for coming on. First yeah, off, bro. like facts, bro. We're glad that we get to pick your mind a little today, for sure. Bro. Topping We're it up with the boy a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to happy to be on, and you know, I'm I'm happy that people are. You know, especially that we went to high school together and stuff like that. Except you, Steven. But yeah, I know. I met you after. But, you know, you guys are just creating, and I'm always for that, you know, and in support. So anything you guys need, bro, just let me know. We appreciate that. For sure, bro. And vice versa. We're always here if you need anything. Where can uh, people find you, and um, what are some things you got planned up for the future? Uh, Just uh, IG, even though I'm off it. I'm trying to, like, okay. like fast <laughs> a little bit. But still follow me. Uh, Donnie Goodman, two ends. Not at Donnie anymore freaking pissed but rest in peace <laughs> uh, but um yeah and for the future man i mean i don't know i'm just taking it a day at a time whatever god has um living in you know my limits like in in my capacities right now so bro i don't i don't really have anything right now i'm just reflect like i like how you said that eddie just like reflecting um because it's like bro like we can plan our plans and you look at the end of the year like you could be at a way different place than you even yeah. thought you would be at. Like, if I could have thought at the begin, if I would have thought like at the beginning of this year, like the focus I had for my business, like I just got into my the office that you guys have been in, um, you know, was just like full throttle. Like now, just realizing like it's not what I thought it would be, and just kind of the point I got to, and letting it go. Like by the end of this year, so you know, it's like we can make our plans, and I like that reflecting, you know on that and just what you can take into the new year from what you learn but too like just like bro like you know we make plans and god god laughs so it's just like i don't that bro i'm true. like to a point i'm like dude i don't i don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow, yeah. bro plan as much as you can but I really like freaking live in like saudi not i was gonna say saudi Arabia. <laughs> that's probably one of the worst places you can go <laughs> like i don't know bro i could be in like you know St. Tropis or something, you know, I don't know. Chilling in the you, Turks, anywhere, brother? Anywhere. Yeah, Turks. Get a new residence. Facts. You might run into Drizzy over there, bro. Let's That's go to Dubai. Dude, let's do Dubai. Is, oh, well, I want to go to Dubai. We're a little late. Oh, wait, no, that was guitar. Never mind. Yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> 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 um, but thank you again for coming on, yeah, bro. bro. Um, do you have any last any closing statements you want to say to the people? I don't really know. Last La- Drake song, bro. Off the top. Come on. Off yeah, the top. yeah, off the top. Off the top. You just sing a line. You just sing the line. <laughs> sing the line. Bro, just because today I was looking at this. Y'all remember the Sprite commercial he did where, like, his face oh. comes apart? Yeah. <laughs> it may not mean nothing to y'all. <laughs> bro, for, I think, bro, 
Forever is such a good song. Dude, yes, bro. That's Iconic. Like, and then I would say, oh, actually, forget that, bro. Pound Cake, dude. Pound oh. Cake? Pound Cake, bro. Hardest beat of all time, dude. Hardest beat of all time. Bro. I respect it, bro. I respect I it. Respect. Was that the other Top day, five bro. pick, for sure. Yeah. All right. And then on that note, guys, <laughs> um, thank you for tuning in to another episode. This has been Out of Pocket, episode 36, I think. Um, you guys can find us out on Instagram at Out of Pocket, on YouTube. Out of Pocket Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And if you guys want to drop a comment or any questions that you want to see us dive into for other episodes or any other topics, just feel free to drop in the comments below. And, yeah, that's been Out of Pocket. Until next time, Out of Pocket, out. out. Peace out, y'all.